hidden behind closed doors. This is Beer and BBBs. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael. Michael, what are we watching today? We are going to be talking about Die, Monster, Die from 1965. <laughs> Based on <laughs> The Color Out of Space by H.P. Lovecraft. Jason, what are we drinking? Today we're being sponsored by Juniper and Morgan Brewing Company. The Fog Knows Your Name Hazy IPA. A lot of fog in this. A lot of fog in this movie. Cheers. It's nice. This is sweet, smelling, juicy smelling. Get a little pine in there too. There's like there's a little pine in the smell. It's just fruity. It's a Is it a hazy IPA? Yeah. <laughs> it might have been because it's been sitting in the fridge. I thought I said it wrong, and I thought I wrote oh, it. Oh no, it's so, a, yeah, okay. it said, no, it says it on there. Okay. Um, yeah, I think maybe it's settled a bit because it's been sitting yeah. in the fridge yeah. for a few weeks. Okay. So this is delicious. Isn't that good? Cheers again. Cheers again. Juniper this... Morgan, where are these Juniper Morgan? Okay, Jane and I did finally got down to Anaheim. Ah, my hometown. Yep, finally. Huge brewery scene now. Yes. We've been talking about doing it. Yep. And so Jane and I, over a weekend, holiday weekend, I said, let's let's go. Let's just do, you know, we went down and hit, I hit up a number of breweries. I did the search because, you know, you've got the brewery, B-R-U-E. Yes. B-R-U-E-R-Y. Yes, Bottle Logic is on. There's like some big names. And then, but what I did, I just started looking at a map and you zoom in. I started seeing some breweries. I went, I've never even heard of these. And Juniper and Morgan was one. I'm like, that's kind of a cool name. Um, female owned and a female brewer, I believe. Still a rare thing in the brewing world. I even checked with friends. Like, I've got friends who are pretty dialed into the beer scene out here. And I said, have you guys heard of these? And they said, no, we haven't. So I, I went, ah. like, finding new places. Yeah. Hit them up. And they gave, gave me a growler. So I've got a growler of this that we have to drink, Jason. <laughs> so hard. Anyway, yeah, we had a fun time. It was fun. And I mean, we did five breweries in one day. Whoa. I Yeah. And what's cool is they're all pretty close. Yeah, I we pretty did much five know breweries, where they are. And we barely scratched the surface. It's right around Lincoln, right? That's the main street that they're kind of off sure. close to. <laughs> I know. I know one of we went was like within, they were all like within... We had to go to Costa Mesa first, yeah. and then we came back and Placentia. Placentia. Is it Placentia? Is that how you say it? Placentia. Yeah. So yeah, there some of them were in there. Okay. It's a whole different world. Yeah. It's just that's crazy. where I grew up. I know, but it, <laughs> I, it's it's one of those crazy things. You know, it's whatever you know. I'm forty five to hour yeah. drive. Yeah. You know, with traffic and stuff, and but it just feels so far yeah. from where we live on the west side. It's, it's like suburban. It's crazy, galore. but it was fun, and yeah. we had a great time. This this was a cool spot. They had like playing cards were all over their bar. They had like you know then sort of an epoxy over it, so it was nice. very cool. Good vibe. Good people. Super generous. Just yeah. Well, this beer is delicious. This is a good time, and I thought the fog knows your name. There is a goodly amount of fog in this yeah, movie. Yeah, because they shoot it in England. It's it's in England. It's, a, again, wait, loose, wait, wait, wait. loose did, adaptation. Where did Lovecraft write all his stories? <laughs> Northeast United yeah. States. New England. New England, you know. Yeah. So um, kind of, you know, they were connected at we're one connected. point scrillions of years ago. Well, give no, me that. This is another one of those loose, loose adaptations. Loose is... AIP, where... Back in the loving arms of AIP, man. Roger I, Corman. I love, but Roger Corman has nothing to do with this one. Just, just AIP. But uh, Zarkov. Da- Daniel Haller. Yeah, but Zarkov's it. name is he's a producer, right? Because his name's always like Samuel. Of D. course, it's AIP. But yeah, yeah this is one, and, and I got to tell you, we've talked about it. I, I do like this movie. I've seen it before. Is one of the reasons I picked yeah. it. We're in October, and we've we've done Lovecraft or Lovecraftian type movies every October. We've done three. Other, we did uh, Haunted Palace. That was our first October. Episode 11, Dunwich Whore, episode 65, and The Curse, episode 80. Haunted Palace is great. Dunwich Horror is cool. Curse, not so much. <laughs> and this one, I do I do like this movie. Again, I've seen it before. I just, I'm, I'm like, I love the look and the feel of these AIP movies. Um you They're know. sumptuous. Sumptuous, yes. You you got a new word. You got a new word for I, this I one. I do. I have a new word. Uh, you know, but this isn't this this isn't the haunted palace. I mean, you know, but it does have those cool psychedelic credits. 
yes. that, that you get from AIP, especially with some of their the, uh, the Lovecraft movies they do. And this did really well for them at the drive-ins. This was this a is success. a drive-in. All of these are drive. Like if yeah. if I if I saw this was going to be on a drive-in somewhere, I would go. Yeah. I would say, Jane, we're going. Make a bag of popcorn because we're not going to go buy theirs. <laughs> You're not going to buy a fifteen dollar bag of popcorn. They, I mean, I still do, but I mean, if I'm going to a drive-in, no. Um, I mean, we, we, the story, the original story is a mysterious meteor lands in a farm. At first, they think this is a boon; it's going to save them. They're going to the plants get bigger and the animals are bigger and everything's bigger, but they're just rancid and awful and it ends up infecting the family and turning them into you know some sort of horrible things and it's a terrible thing this kind of keeps to that except now they're an aristocratic family and they keep a meteor in the basement it's basically the basement from the haunted palace yeah there's (laughs) there's elements of both the Charles Dexter Ward and the Dungeon Horror in there. Like both both those elements show up in this where even the changing the name where Boris Karloff, his name is Nam Whiteley. And I think in the original story it's it Whitley? Nam, yeah, Whitley. Whitley. Nam Whitley. And I think in the original story it was Gardner, but Whitley sounds really close to Whateley. <laughs> I, and some of the changes, I don't know why. Because they, it's not it's not like it's a weird name. They changed because they kept Nahum. Yeah. Like what? That's a like, very. I've never met a Nahum in my I have life. Never met. A Maybe Nahum. it's a New England thing, but no, no Nahum. We're, we're going to keep that. But you know what? Can't do Gardner. We're yeah. going to do Whitley, which just so sounds so much close to Whitley from the Dunwich Horror. Yeah, like too close, too close. Where it's just a coincidence. Anyway, AIP, they're doing the Lovecraft universe, kind of like the yeah. uh, M- MC, the Marvel universe. Yes. It's like a. The, the AIP universe. So, I mean, yeah, and but they change it all around. They got a love story. They have Nick Adams. Is it Nick Adams? Yeah, Nick Adams, the actor. Johnny I, Yuma. I love that he, he shows up He shows up in town. He's going to go visit his lady, and he wants to go up to the Whitley place, and it's just a, a great open because it's, he gets that small-town unwelcome, yeah. and when he drops, like, you know, if you drop a name, they cold shoulder they go no 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 no. that's not that's no because he does he shows up in a little village of arkham exactly (laughs) in england yes not new england england and you know it's i mean i love the guys at the pub he goes to this pub and these guys are sitting outside hey the whitley place and they just go he wants to go to the whitley place this is the morning right yeah. Because those guys are down in suds. Why not? Like at 8 Why? o'clock in the I, morning. You know, wouldn't we all like to have a life where we could just chill at a pub in the morning? And you knew it was going to be bad off for him where even no one even helps him off the train. Like all of a sudden he realizes, like, oh, this is a train start for Arkham. He unlatches the door himself and gets out. And he looks around like, no one's going to, like, guess no one's going to help me. Yeah, I mean. And the train just takes off. I mean, he's really, he's he's not expected by Nahum. Well, you know, he ends up having he. They won't even take his money. He tries to rent a bicycle, and the guy goes, "I ain't renting you a bicycle." Um, no, he gets zero help. So finally, he he walks. We don't know how. He, he knows the directions. Into it exactly. He <laughs> walks out to the Whitley place, which if you can walk there, why do you really need a ride? Yeah. But anyway, it's one I'm, of those, I'm assuming he spends most of the day to get there. A, a good chunk because he cross he goes cross country too, and yeah. that's when he walks through the blasted heath. That like, was a decent. You know, for that time period, because clearly they're using there's a map painting, painting, which was pretty cool. It was a good map painting, and it's a huge, it's a huge crater. (laughs) It is. I mean, well, I always remember the blasted heath that's in the stories. It's the blasted heath. That's blasted. (laughs) And he's, you know, the trees that are they're all burnt when he touches them, they crumble. This is a blighted spot, and we find out, like, didn't it? It was like came like a couple generations. Was it his dad? Well, Well, so. Nahum's dad is here's, that when it came? here's where it gets a little confusing, where uh, uh, here <laughs> so apparently Nahum's dad, whose name is um, Corbin Corbin, which sounds really close to Kerwin. I'm I'm just pointing <laughs> these things out for Lovecraft fans. He he was a Satanist, and he built like something underneath this mansion, and he kind of said that the the outer gods are going to send something to me. But I think it was during Nahum's life that that meteor actually fell. Yeah, I feel like it was his dad who discovered it. And, and instead of the, the meteor disappearing, he took it into the basement of the haunted palace yeah. and, <laughs> and stashed it 
in a well type thing with a giant devil face. I mean, because I think and I, again, I think Corbin was a Satanist trying to contact the outer gods. Yes, and it's a, it's a it's another thing where you know they did they Lovecraft was not really popular at the time, no. and I think it was a thing where nobody's really going to understand Cthulhu. Yeah. Or Nyarlathotep or any of these. So yeah. we're just going to make him a Satanist. Yeah. It's much easier to do that than to try to explain, to explain these weird names. So, yeah, his his dad was a loon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and there's there's suspicion that and he, and he says, I haven't done the old incantations and summoned evil, so I'm good. Even though it's like fairly clear that he's trying this, he's trying to expand on this work. Well, I so my my impression is that Nahum's goal is to put the name of Whitley in good graces with the city. Number one, and two, create what amounts to as a arboretum, a lush garden in this burnt out area. That's his goal because he even states that one time that's his goal. But then his his approach, that's where I'm like I I just lose where he's like that's my approach that's my goal. But you know what? Number one, I'm gonna keep it secret for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no one can know. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep some monstrosities in my greenhouse. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm like oh like <laughs> oh and I'm gonna put very threatening. Messages bear all traps. Uh, bear traps because <laughs> Nick gets there and is like, don't get stay away, stay away. And good thing he checked because he pokes with his umbrella and there is a bear trap. Yeah, cool, thanks. Yeah, this is a real welcome. welcome. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he shows up and finds out Nahum's going, who the hell are you? What are you doing here? He goes, ah, his wife invited. Yeah, I have this letter. Yeah, Susan. The letter of introduction. Yes. <laughs> like in the olden days when it'd be like, Jason, uh, here's a letter of introduction. Letitia, you your wife has invited me. And it, Susan is his lady friend. It, I think you mentioned the Adams family. And yes, it was because this is a very... The, the Munsters. The Munsters. Yes. Because it's, it's like weird. Like she, the mom is in bed with like mosquito netting so you can't see her. The dad is this odd duck in a wheelchair. And is Merwin... Merwin. Merwin, his his manservant is like also weird. But then there's this lovely young lady just yeah. bopping around this. Oh, she she is um, the actress is Susan Farmer. She's how lucky for her that yeah. they, they kept the same Tight name ship. for the for the character. Yeah. No doubt in my mind that AIP was like, I don't think a woman can remember a different name. Yeah, <laughs> she's beautiful, but she plays like this co-ed who comes running into Nick's arms, like Nick. It's so good to see you. Like completely oblivious to the weirdness that is her family. Yeah, but then she gives him a tour. Like that's my grandfather. Insane. <laughs> like, it's the weirdest tour. That I'm it like, is, it is. Like, they're walking what is up going the stairs, on? and it is the great thing is that the the portrait. It's like nice portrait, nice it's portrait. Right. Psycho. <laughs> Psycho. <laughs> It's like a night gallery portrait. It, it is. It is. You can almost see like Gene Wilder and, yeah. and Marty like, Feldman, <laughs> Terry Gar going. This is my uncle. This is my father. This is my grandfather. The psycho. Yeah, he was insane. Yeah. <laughs> Tried to contact outer gods. Quotation marks. <laughs> but he goes up to meet the mom. Yeah. Who's you know again behind netting. She wants to be alone. She's saying, get my daughter out of here. There's terrible, terrible things. What I find interesting is she tells him all this, get my daughter out of here yeah. as soon as possible. He goes out and just gives her a line of BS. Yeah. But oh, your mom doesn't want to talk to me and trading recipes and just being silly. And I thought, why are you being coy about this? Why aren't you telling her, your mom wants me to get you the hell out of here? Well, no one reacts realistically like this. Like if you walk in and you're introduced, and first of all, Letitia says, I just want to talk to Nick. She's in where you sit outside. She's like, sure, mom. They also act like they're 15 year old when these are in their college, college, if not graduated. Yeah. Because oddly enough, every time you read a analysis of this story, they always say that Stephen Reinhardt, that, you know, Nick Adams is the actor, Stephen Reinhardt is the character. They always say scientist. I'm like, wait a second. He clearly says we met in college. He's not a scientist. He might have studied science, but he's not a scientist. They and they don't do Susan very no. much justice. She has nice sweaters though. I, she's cute, but they do they. She's a, a very yeah. weak and oblivious to everything going around here. Yeah, everything. Yeah, the blasted heat. She yeah. she knows about it. But she's like, my dad never let me go there. And I'm like, how how old are you? Like. Exactly. They write this, this. This character is written poorly. Yeah. No doubt, written by a man yeah. at that time. You just thought 
This she's just cute. She's yeah. she's eye candy. And Stephen, his his uh, is it a New York or Jersey accent keeps changing. Sometimes it's pretty strong. Sometimes I'm like ah, Nick Adams is forgetting that he's supposed to be from you know either Boston, New Jersey, New York at one time. I mean, this isn't a movie to watch for the actor. No, no. It's, no. <laughs> the well, best. Boris Karloff still always does a good... He, he, he doesn't have to say a word, no. and that guy can own a scene. You know, he really does. He does. And I, I, I'd say other than that, you know, maybe the guys at the pub yeah. were some of the best actors. I mean, they, re- they really were. They were like three distinct characters. They were locals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, actually, they just found some guys that were at a pub in the morning and said, do you guys mind just doing some dialogue? Yeah. It's the guy you don't want in town. But, but I mean, you know, Nick is no, Stephen Reinhardt. St- Stephen. It's it's hard because his name. I keep thinking his, Nick his real name sounds like a character name, Nick Adams. Yes, it does. It totally does. I mean, yeah, he's he keeps being told, you know, you should leave, you should leave. I mean, I can't imagine just how confusing that would be to be invited by the mom and show up, and the dad is just saying, "Get the hell out of my house." It, it is like that would be our Every- experience, and but it rolls off him. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to care anything that Nahum says and, to and him. It, and again, I keep going back to why he gives Susan this line instead of saying, clearly, he he knows without the mom saying anything, there's some weird-ish yeah. going on here. Helga, their help disappeared. That Here's her earring. <laughs> Which was a I'm whole... Not, I'm not sure why I'm showing you this earring or this box, but something is amiss she, because of this. And I, I don't know why I'm keeping the earring in this special box. This yeah. is a very weird thing. I mean, it <laughs> and also you can't see me. Yeah, I'm hiding back here. And and Nick's like, I mean, Steve Reinhardt, he just takes everything like face value. Like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. a little non traditional family. <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm American. So, you know, it'd, it'd be great to see a uh, Stephen Reinhardt at home. He goes home and it's like the Texas Chainsaw exactly. Massacre family. Like that's his family. Like. I went over and met met Susan's family. Uh, like they're a mess. They're a curious bunch. Anyway, because as he comes out, how's the says, slaughterhouse, Leatherface? Yeah. <laughs> How, how's things? How's things? How's the meat curing business, Dad? <laughs> but as as he comes out, he's like, "Uh, yeah." And Susan's like, "I'll show you your room for tonight." And then we get a cutaway where Nahum and Merwin. <laughs> Go down to the like the cellar. They keep referring to it as the cellar. It is a classical medieval dungeon set. There is Satanist depictions everywhere, and it's a little silly. It's a little, and you're like, or I'm all? not kidding when I say I do believe that's the same set as they used in the haunted palace. I, I mean, it, it has. I mean, I think the haunted palace was shot here. This was shot in that was it Shepherd's that, Shepherdton. Yeah, that major studio out there. But the same thing where you're like. Do all cellars in England have? It's just a medieval dungeon. Well, and, and, <laughs> and Merwin, there's what did there's you do? Cobwebs with, everywhere. Like and, Merwin, do your job. I feel like he's blind. He's got glasses <laughs> on. There's something that. really wrong with that dude. But also, Jason, I go. What did you do with the stuff that was in the cellar when it was being used as a proper cellar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like and these, I, these chains, it, like, it, <laughs> chains for devils, just. It, the whole thing is just, just weird, and there's the glowing green and this strange well where they're keeping the meteor, and we find out they're chopping off bits of the meteor and throwing it in with the plants that make them grow huge. Science. It, <laughs> Science. I mean, I mean, you know what? That's that would be Stevens. Reply yeah. to something, you just go, ah, science. Yeah. Radiation. Then, wa- it's known to mutate. <laughs> really? I thought it's known to kill a lot, like high doses. Like, you are surrounded by a lot of radiation, oh, dude. Just, just think what we could do if we could go back in time <laughs> and just decide whatever radiation <laughs> does before we knew what it. It's just basically you're going to have a horrible cancer and yeah, die. It's, it makes superheroes, yeah. super villains. Oh, man. It's just going to make your food grow. Giant monsters. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so and, and Nahum, Nahum, yeah, Nahum goes up to talk to Letitia's wife. Is basically like, dude, why'd you invite this dude over here? Why? And she's gone. Whatever you know, infected your father is this. This place is evil. Okay, buddy. <laughs> and, and this is and he's, and he's going. No, 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 no. He's like, it's all good. He's like, that's. Uh, it's a strange discussion because she said, 
what you're doing and what's been here is just creating death and evil. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to try to create beauty. She, where and he, I see the beauty. I'm like, your wife is dying from radiation poisoning. <laughs> like, take one step backward and say, you know what? I'm on the wrong path. It's a perfect exchange where, where he, he says he sees riches. Yeah. And she says, I, all I see is horror. You can't get much farther apart. Yeah. Where, where it's like one of you is dealing with reality and one of you is Boris Karloff. I want him to say... Agree to disagree. <laughs> and it like this. Just, Roll himself just, out of the room. Just really. <laughs> you stay there. You stay there, my deformed <laughs> wife. <laughs> I you... mean, wouldn't that be a sign to you like something's wrong? Like my wife, like first of all, health has disappeared. And now my wife, it, she kind of looks like she has lesions over her hand. You saw that when she talked to Stephen Reinhardt. Like something's wrong with her. But he's like, eh, you know, like I think the he's... fever will break. And then everything will be great. But I think, but I, I also think that it's part of the whole thing is that he's being infected in another way. Yeah. Like he's not thinking right. Yeah. And I think that's where, like, the case of Charles Dexter sure. War is coming, where I feel almost like he's being possessed by the spirit of someone else. Yeah. So he's Joseph Kerwin. <laughs> oh, I mean, the whole. Corbin Whiteley. I mean, the thing is, it's like. <laughs> Drinking more beer doesn't make this. No, it just muddies the waters even more. Where you go, wait, wait this isn't the color out of space. Yeah. This is another Lovecraft. It is blending a lot of different Lovecraft, the mythos going on. And so they have it's dinner time, and it's like weirdest great, dinner weird, ever. Exactly. Weirdest. I mean, there are some weird dinners. This is one of the weirdest dinners. Like at one point, Susan like just all bubbly and happy, like. Nothing that's going on has any impact on how, like, what's that term, rose-colored glasses? Yes. Or, you know, she's like, this is beautiful. I'm having a great dinner with my At one point, my there dad. is this blood-curdling screech. <laughs> just, it sounds like some monstrosity. And Nick... No one jumps up. They all just like, you hear that? Nahum and Susan are just going, hmm, well, soup could use a little more salt. Yeah. You know, And Nick's looking around. And he goes, did you guys not hear the... Horrifying yeah. screech that like, just happened. He's like, ah, oh, oh, you. It's the house creaking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you and your story, Steve. The house is just settling. And you he know. talks about, hey, I was walking when I was walking over here, which again, might have been something you bring up earlier. Yeah. When I was walking over here, there was this horrible crater where everything was dead. <laughs> and Nahum's like, eh, whatever. And Susan's going, yeah, I know, know about that. And he goes, really? Well, what, what is it? She goes, ah, Dad won't let me go there. Yeah, it was a fire. Yeah. And he's like, um. Mm, <laughs> ah, what kind of fire? Yeah. <laughs> that produces that. And then to break this odd silence, Merman <laughs> collapses. Which I love. This dude is just sort of like limping through life yeah. and they're making him carry big things and I'm assuming he has immense amount of radiation poisoning. Like that's he's what died. I'm thinking because he ends up like, and this is another strange reaction. He collapses, and basically dinner's over, and Nick jumps up, and then Nahum, who is in a wheelchair, <laughs> an old man says, "I got this handled." I'm like, "How is he going to?" He goes like, "This happens to him all the time." I'm like, well, that might explain some of the cleaning issues with this house. But how are you going to handle someone if you're an invalid? And so. Right there. Steven, same, same thing in my notes. Steven, Steven Suzanne, I'm like, all right, off the bed. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Late. <laughs> well, and I love that. So then Steve goes, I, I'm, I'm going to do some snooping. Yeah. And he goes in and basically he finds a book, Gulf of the Outer Ones yeah. by Corbin Whitley. <laughs> and the first page, cursed is the ground where the dark forces live, new and strangely bodied. He who tampers there will be destroyed. All right. There we go. Yeah. And St Stephen goes, don't really have to think about this very much. Yeah, he's like, eh. He goes, I'm not going to read that. He goes, what else other books they have I can pick through tonight? I was looking for a little light reading. Maybe yeah. some Dave Barry or something. Uh, the, the, outer, the outer one's gibberish. What, what are you talking about, moon people? So, and this one we get, it is actually kind of creepy, the silhouette. Yeah. Which I, we, it's Helga. Yeah. Helga disappeared, but she's just been roaming around the grounds because we see a figure early watching Nick. 
Well, and this figure of a woman who's shrouded keeps popping up. And now we just see the silhouette outside the window, which is a, a creepy. Yeah, and it, it, it frightens Susan. She runs into, you know, Stevens. Because arms. again, poorly written yeah. female character. She's and, just good looking, clueless, and there for screams. And so is this radiation, it caused people to go, like, become homicidal maniacs. Like... I'm going to dress all in black and cover my face because we don't have a special effects budget. And I'm going to walk around with, you know, I'm going to try to kill people. It's, it's strange. Like, I'm not sure radiation caused that because for Merwin, it just causes him to, like, collapse. And for the mom, Letitia, it seems to have an ongoing process. But for Helga, and maybe maybe we don't know, the whole, like, Helga was, like, suffering this for a while. Well, and, and also, Jason, I... I in defen- Let's talk radiation. Well, but in defense of the story... <laughs> You know, this isn't a nuclear bomb. Yeah. This is something from out there. This is outer space. So goodness knows if, if it's not a radiation we've ever dealt yeah. with. Might not even be technically radiation. Yeah. It's just rays. an inner energy that is doing something. So I mean, it's like in that sense, it's hard to say. You know, well, this is what it should do because even in the original story, yeah. we don't know. There's a yeah. weird energy. It's the color out of space. They yeah. talk about the color. So, you know, but yeah, this this is making deforming people. Making them yeah. nuts, making them crazy. Except Susan. Yeah, she's just as she drinking happy. bottled water. Yeah, she got a little Perrier going on. What's yeah. what's her deal? It's just like the curse. She runs over to the neighbors and fills her little circular exactly. canteen. <laughs> so, and there's more weird howling yeah. because this is the end of Merwin. And he, and they and uh, I love because dudes dudes walking. Yeah, and and, and Nahum is walking. And Stephen Ryan never says to Susan like, "Hey." Um, you know your dad could walk, right? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I see him quite often doing it. Doesn't bring it up at very, all. Very furtively. And he doesn't even say, hey, are you pulling something? Like, I've seen you walk. He, there's no mention of it. It's like, eh, sometimes he walks, sometimes in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's just him. It's Nahum being Nahum. And he tells him, you know, yeah, Merwin's dead. No worries. Don't worry about it, guys. Yeah. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Just horrible screams. Figures outside yeah. windows, and Merwin's dead. And but Stephen follows him, and he sees that there's a the creepy greenhouse with glowing, you know. You know what I kept thinking of when I watched that is uh, John Carpenter's In the Mouth of Madness. Exactly. They have the greenhouse where there's yeah. some uh, horrible creature yeah. in there. I don't know for a fact, but I wonder if that was influenced because I know Carpenter's a huge Lovecraft yeah. fan. I'm sure he was into these AIP movies, but I just feel like there was something. I'm sure there, there. was, yeah. Because even when I saw, I'm like Triffins. Like, yeah. There's like, Triffins in that greenhouse. Well, and Nahum is like burying something in the yard, <laughs> and Nick's going, hmm. is he burying? Merwin? Yeah, it's a little confused. I think it's Merwin turned into something else, but then we see the outline of something burning. Yeah. And what happens to him at the end is when he becomes the metal monster is very confusing. It's, yeah, because that doesn't happen to anyone else. But maybe he also got... He was kind of like Colossus from X-Men. He got the the chips like flown onto his face. There is some neat, like for the time period, there's some neat special effects that they do every once in a while on this. I, oh, I was impressed by. Yeah, absolutely. Um. <laughs> so Steven gets up in the morning. He's like, okay, my first night here, odd. <laughs> what I, I love, he, he runs back and fake sleeps. Yeah. And Nahum. Was like, he going to kill him? <laughs> he comes snooping in. And Steve's all dressed. He's like, oh, snowstorm like, story. Like, no one's going to hear that like creak. Because I thought, is he gonna like bludgeon Steven with like that candlestick or something? That's what I thought. And but he just checks out and goes, okay, he's sleeping fully clothed. Yeah. I am gonna go back to my business. The candles were just blown out, you can still see the smoke so <laughs> just a it's second so ago. bad. Like there's no way I would have said, dude, I know you're you're yeah. not sleeping. Come on, Come Steven. On. Stop it. <laughs> Come on, son. <laughs> so yeah, this is the next day. Steven's going to go, I'm going to walk back to town and just... Visit the doctor. See what's... Where does it... How, yeah. What? Tell me a story. <laughs> Out of nowhere? Helga attacks him like a ninja, all in black. <laughs> yes. He gets attacked by Helga, fins her off, and he goes, I'm still going to do a leisurely stroll into town and find the doctor. And not going to mention to the police or constable, you know what? Someone, while I was walking here, attacked me. Just like, eh. or, or maybe walk back to the house and say, "Hey, Susan, we're getting the hell out yeah. of here. There's a weird psycho in your property 
trying to kill me. Arkham has a high crime rate right now. It so. does, and uh, the do- the doctor is great. It, I, I do like this. He, <laughs> the do- the doctor Nick gives this sort of judgmental look at the bar. He walks in and he just looks at bottles of whiskey and start, there's a judgmental look. Yeah. And then the doctor comes in and he goes, you know, hey, you want a drink? He goes, hey, it's a little early. Yeah. <laughs> doctor's like, meh. Not yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> lost. Arkham. You're lost, toots. Yeah. <laughs> like, I used Run. to be a doctor in this town. Arkham. Not anymore, though. Yeah. He went up when Corbin died. He was there and something, you know, you can only imagine yeah. what he saw because there was no autopsy. The burial was, you know, boop kind of pushed away and the doctor's like now i just drink yeah <laughs> the only reason for this scene is because when steven leaves that's the housekeeper fills him in on a bunch of scoop yeah it, it, it's like it's an oddly placed scene because you have to you have to put steven back in the town and the person who she he should have gone to information was susan I find it like really odd, but Susan knows nothing of her family except like, well, that my grandfather was insane. That's all I know. That's all I know because they ship me off on a regular basis to America, and then they call me back when I'm. Have I graduated? Am I still in college? I seem like my late twenties and this I isn't act a, sixteen. This is not a well-rounded yeah. character. Yeah, she's. It's just it, it. Basically, they said, "Hey, we're making this movie." We've got to have attractive young people. Yeah. It's a drive-in movie. Yeah. So you need to see them kiss a couple times. and her. And yeah, because sweaters. again, if you know the original story, nothing like that no. is in there. No. no. Lovecraft was not writing any love stories in no. his stuff. It was no. not about that. No. So uh, Stephen and Suzanne say, you know what, listen, let's go investigate this greenhouse. And she goes, and by the way, I know a secret place to get in from when I was a kid. Wink. And I think it's a greenhouse. It's just all glass. Can't you just literally break any window and get in? Well, and, and I love Steve when he's talking about it. He goes, you know, I've only seen a glow like that in one other place. A radiation lab. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, is Science. That, is, that, is that a thing? Like, it just is a radiation lab. And that's the only place you've seen a green glow? Yeah. Come on. Come on, Steven. <laughs> <laughs> so they enter through that secret passageway, and um, they discover a machine that, like, like all says, like, what's behind this door? And there's, like, a little bit of a hum, and they go in, <laughs> and it is, like he says, a zoo from hell. There is mutated creatures, and it doesn't, it doesn't, like, oh, my gosh. Yes, this is the moment where, where they talk about you run from the room <laughs> shrieking, tearing your hair out. Like, that, that's what you, but no, they're giant mutated monstrosities in front of you and they're like hmm okay hey let's uh walk out here make sure you lock that door (laughs) and they come back as if nothing happened i think he does some explanation about well i've heard radiation can mutate things what (laughs) yeah let's go look at the giant flowers yeah like basically that's it like that isn't interesting to me at all i want to go look at these giant flowers and that's when they find like little chunks of some meteorite in each of the flowering pots that make them grow huge and if you notice behind susan when she's talking there's a plant that seems a little (laughs) handsy (laughs) i was watching it with grace and she's like she goes, is it supposed to be moving like that? Is that part of it? I'm like, yes. Like, the plant's going to attack her at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. <laughs> and, and, and he saves her because she's a damsel in distress. Yes. And that's when we get the green ooze when he's yeah. chopping into the trunk. The yeah. green ooze is flowing out. And, and he makes a really brilliant observation where he's talking about these little stones must have been cut from a larger stone. <laughs> That's your thinking cap on there. He is a scientist. <laughs> I use science. Now, I'm thinking the whole time um, there has to be an immense amount of radiation given off. Regardless if it's whatever it is, like, they're sucking in a lot of radiation. The whole place is just steeped in it. And I love that he's like, he goes, at this point, he knows everything's insane. Yeah. And he goes, Susan, you go upstairs. <laughs> Not, we need to get the hell out. Because yeah. at one point he does, he says, we got to go. She doesn't want to leave because of her mom. Yeah. 
they don't really say why. Well, he, she loves her mom, and her well, mom was. Well, I get it, but also I I don't understand why Stephen j- didn't say, we'll, "We'll take her too." Yeah. <laughs> Just get your mom. We'll all leave. The three of us will leave because your dad's a weirdo. And Susan confronts her dad. You know, Stephen's going down to the basement to figure things out. Uh, I mean, like the whole family unit is coming apart. Um, and I, that, like that, ba- every time I see that ba- that cellar, as I refer to, it's like a satanic rumpus room. <laughs> like it's a giant metal face of Satan over the place where they're keeping this radiated meteor. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like pictures of Astaroth and all these other demons on the wall and I'm like ah this is it's kind of it's a little of a red herring because you at this point I'm still like is something else going on besides this meteor like like it's still staying with uh, I don't know yeah <laughs> they, but they decide to go and visit Letitia's room and what happens Michael after that oh, confrontation, she, she's not there, right? Right, and well, the mom has lost it, right? Yeah. And attacks Susan, and Stephen comes to her aid. Yeah. And r- real quick before that, I think the, he's talking to Nahum about the stone, and Nahum goes, "The stone is harmless. <laughs> All evidence. It's like it's like that meme of yeah. the dog yeah. sitting at a table, and the <laughs> fire is burning everything out. He's like, everything's fine." Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like, the stone is harmless. Nothing. Dude, I saw your greenhouse. Yeah. I saw I, your greenhouse. Yeah. That's all you have to say. I saw the greenhouse. It's like, yeah, and yes. It's, it's harmless. Yeah. Those things are happy. Ooh. They're <laughs> making the plants bloom. <laughs> and the animals. But the mom is gone. Yeah. She's gone over, over the rainbow. She's gone She's a gone. psycho. Yes, yeah. she is. She is out there trying to kill things. And, and they, they're looking for her. She attacks, there's a fight, and she's defeated, and she falls to the ground, and then she starts dissolving. Which Jane walked in <laughs> at that moment. She went, what? What? Yeah. Whoa. And I said, yeah, it's kind of, you know. I'm like, I said, you actually walked in. This is the only real gory thing in the movie, but it, it's sort of intense. She it melts. Is. And that's all of a sudden now, the switch is flipped for Nahum. He goes, you need to get Susan out of yeah. here. He's like, I made... A- Big mistake. <laughs> what did Job used to say? Yeah, I've made a like, like that. I made a big mistake. <laughs> and it's great because he goes, "Hey man, you need to get her out of here." But first, let's go to my dad's grave, and I'm going to tell you a long-winded yeah. story about the plans that I had. Yeah, they're going to bury Letitia. I don't think it's where they buried Merwin. It's it's odd where it's like it's at the family. Well, Merwin's the help. He was burying Merwin uh, in an unmarked grave yeah. in the in the back forty, not in the family <laughs> cemetery. But no, he does. He sits there and he's telling him about you know I had a, I, I had these grand plans. <laughs> Let me tell you, I now see the error of my ways. Where Stephen is, dude. Why is he sitting there listening to this crap? Yeah, and also like. Why, what, was it finally Letitia finally dying? He saw her disintegrating from her, and he's like, no, 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 this, this is just like, you know, the, the, the storm passing, she'll get better. But when she finally dies, he's like, hmm, yeah, that meteor might be bad news. I thought it was going to be like a windfall, but I'm now thinking. When the meteor came, my dad went, <laughs> insane but i thought no i i can avoid this and turn it in my favor and make this big beautiful valley and then the the neighbors wouldn't you know be cursing and spitting on the ground when they walked by our place and we you know the whitleys would be cool again yeah it'd be like nahum gardens you know, fifty dollars a ticket walking through. Be serving beautiful fruity hazy IPAs. Exactly. Like the fog knows your name right here, buddy. Uh, he has these malts and hops growing in, with stones in them. Oh, can you imagine the hops that would grow from this? No, yeah, this is good. This is a tasty, tasty beer. And so, were they in the city of Anaheim, or were they one that was in Costa Mesa or Placentia? Placentia. Okay. I mean, isn't Placentia just like next door to Anaheim? It is. I mean, it's our. It feels like I, I it go, is. Uh, and Placentia, I, your Belinda is right next to Anaheim. Yeah. It abuts it, so it is like Fullerton on one side. So, 
you know. I still get confused because I, I go, we're in Anaheim, but you know, some of the places go, no, it's placentia. Yeah, Anaheim has this strange thing where it has this little pocket that comes down, like a narrow area, and then other cities about it right there where you think you're still in Anaheim, but you're in placentia, you're in Fullerton. It, so. Yeah, it, it feels almost like Placentia's going, we nice. don't want to be a part of Anaheim. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, no, it, this, this was Placentia. Uh, again, it's it a fun little spot. They're like so welcoming. They, they had a cool thing that they're, they're, they're doing there. Um, part of a, a Little Miss Brewing, I think is the name of it. I think they were sort of an offshoot of that, which okay. is a place in San Diego. So, um, yeah, it was fun. Tasty beers. We had some good beers. Really, we're super generous. It's so generous that when I was like selling my tab, she's like, "Don't worry." And I said, "Hold on, I don't have any cash." <laughs> I said, um, "I bought a bag of chips, yeah. <laughs> so I could leave a tip." And yeah. I said, "Note to self: make sure to get cash before you go, because they're like super generous yeah. with their time." Oh, and that's yeah, excellent. and, and when, when I was telling them about what we were doing, they're just like, "We're in, we're in." Yeah. Like you, you had us. This is this sounds great. So. So when you're down there in Orange County, make sure you visit Juniper and Morgan. Juniper and Morgan. Yeah, I'm telling you, a good time. Really fun. Really fun time. Um, yeah, I, 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 Jane and I had a blast. She, she got a T-shirt. Uh, yeah, it's a. They have, they have the T-shirts that are cut for a woman's body, which I think is always a good thing to have. Because we are yeah. built differently. Yes. <laughs> Women don't want just the shapeless, one size fits all tea. <laughs> oh, they are lit. So they're on Orange Thorpe. They are literally like miles from the house I grew up in. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like, li- like that is like the heart of the area. They have but Anaheim, Fullerton. They're close to the 57 freeway. The 57 freeway is like probably the west of them. But yeah. That's that was your old your old neck of the that's woods. When, when you, that's where I grew up in, everything like that. So nice. So you would have been going there with your fake ID, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and still getting turned down. Or like, you know, sir, uh, you're not six five. <laughs> so I don't know. Like when, well, like when at, here in California at sixteen, you get your um, license, and then when you have to renew it, they used to put like just a little piece of paper, and they attach it to the back of it. And I had a bar deny me because those little pieces of paper look really fake. And he's like, this doesn't look like a real one. Like, this doesn't look like a real license extension. I remember a, a bar down in Newport denied me. He was like, I'll tell you. like, you need to go and get a new license. I mean, <laughs> I, I'll tell you. Back back in the day, it was, licenses were a lot different than they are I, now. I know. The girls just got their passports in the mail. And there's like a sleek plastic portion of their passports. So different. <laughs> Like ours were paper. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about the Whitleys and Stephen Reinhardt. And, and, and well, and, and, and old Nahum yeah. decides he's like, I'm destroying the stone. Yeah. I've had enough. Take Susan, get out of here. Yeah. And, and Helga decides like she's going to stop him. I don't really know the point well, of all this. It's funny. So Helga must have had a low dose radiation because she's still walking around. Letitia died and dissolved. Merwin. Merwin. He <laughs> died. died. But Helga, who had it beforehand, is still up and rocking. You know, and she looks like Snake Eyes. Yes. Like female version. <laughs> yeah, she does. And she attacks Nahum. And then he falls on the stone, which, again, turns him into like Colossus. Colossus. He's, he's like a metal skin. And that's not Boris Karloff. Yes. No. <laughs> It most certainly is not. And Nick and Steve, Nick, Stephen, Stephen goes back to get him, and there's all these glowing handprints that he follows, which which I love. Cheeto handprints, exactly. I just love the idea that oh, follow him. He's walking through doors and touching everything above. Like, come on, kid. And so he's a glowing monster that's that's attacking Stephen. Turns into this weird fight again. Not Boris Karloff. And tries to attack Susan and falls through a banister, falls far. And then for, because we, we haven't established that Susan is a weak enough character, she for some reason falls off the side too. And that was weird. I'm like, wait, like, come on. Like, 
Wow. Wow. Even for the early to mid 60s, this is wildly yeah, insulting. Just constantly a damsel in distress. Yes. <laughs> but she is cute. She is. Uh, that actress, she had she had something. They when they they just didn't give her anything to work with. No, no. But what's great is that he starts like popping and fizzing yeah. like he's an electric creature. I don't that, radiation, my friend. It's <laughs> science. 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 And so they're like it's a great like police squad moment because they're walking away from the house. Yeah. The house is burning <laughs> up. <laughs> They're like, the town's really going to hate you now. <laughs> yeah. Or will they? Yeah. I, I go, just make sure you burn the greenhouse, too, because that's yeah. where the monsters are. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's just, they're like walking back. And I'm like, where are they walking to? Are they walking to the town? They're going to ask for help because no one's going to help them once they mention the last name. They're like, we're the Blatleys, Blightleys. <laughs> it's like you got a fake mustache. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we are new to your town. <laughs> But yeah, and then Stephen decides he's going to give a little sermon, a little speech yeah. about, you know, well, this stone could have been so great. Your father just wanted to save the Whitley name. Yeah, and um, that's what that, the whole thing that what Nahum wanted to do was to save the Whitley name. Like, have the town recognize, like, by, they're not bad people. By scaring the hell out of everybody with your monsters. Bear traps. Bear traps. <laughs> and that, you know, that wraps up the, the movie. Die, monster, die. Die, monster, die. So, which you... Pick this movie. I did. I did. Um, I mean, I recommend other movies before it, but I mean, if you like the old AIP stuff, yeah. I mean, these, these, it's it's not like I said. If not for the curse, this would be at the bottom. I like uh, the haunted palace. I really love the haunted palace. Dunwich horror is fun. This is you know not the best Lovecraft adaptation, but I mean. I would recommend it just because it is sort of a silly, fun movie that, you know, when I was a kid, this always kind of reminds me of the kind of thing my mom would rent when I was growing up because she always told us we were watching, you know, the 80s, 70s, 80s, yeah. like real gritty. She's like, you need to know where this stuff came from. So we would watch something like this. So, I mean, I recommend it, but it, there are other ones I recommend before it. What about you? So first, you talked about some other adaptations of Color Out of Space, and you said there was a couple that you thought were like superior to this. Well, there's the one, uh, DeFarba, which German is one. It's a German one, black and white, that I... Did we see that in H.P. Lovecraft? We did. It I've seen good. that a couple times. That, to me, is my favorite. That is a fantastic... And that captures all the dread and just like loneliness of, of the whole story. I have yet to see the Nicolas Cage one. You've seen it. I've Do you seen think it. it's really close? It's a it's a really close adaptation, but you have Nicolas Cage in it. And so I always think of that community episode where it's like Nicolas Cage, good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's a good it's it's probably right under DeFarba in terms of it's like trying to stick at least somewhat to the original story. If yeah, if you're looking for me until I see the Nicolas Cage one, I can't really have an opinion on it. But for me, if you're looking to see like the best adaptation of that story, it is DeFarba. That's yeah. cool. And I think the black and white really helps because then it's, it's all about the color and it's colors that you can't yeah. see. Yeah. So it's like you got, it's a tough thing to do. Yeah, the color C-O-L-O-U-R. Exactly. <laughs> That's why they filmed um, this one. What, what about you? Do you do you recommend this? I, I think it's, it's a fun little monster movie. Um, it's, I, I think once again, the saving grace is Boris Karl, Karloff. It's AIP. So it has those sets. And I, as I learned from Steven Reinhardt's character, I've always been searching for this term for hammer movies and AIP movies, this time period of how to describe their set. And he sat down at that dinner and he says, he looked around. He's like, eh, your house, your mansion, sumptuous. <laughs> and I thought, that's the term I've been looking for. That you don't see that anymore in set designs, and there's something to that that I find a, a, attractive. It's, yeah, there's you a know? there's a feel. There's like yeah. I just feel comfortable in like yeah. that AIP world. Exactly. There's something I can't explain it. Yeah, and it it's for the short time I watch on Daily Motion. Oddly enough, this is a hard movie to find, and uh, Daily Motion is is one of the areas you could find it. It wasn't yeah. when when I picked it. It was available on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And that's where I watched it. I watched it on Amazon Prime. Then I, when I was going back to watch it again, it had been pulled off. 
Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know why they do that. Sometimes I have no idea. I mean, now I mean, Am- boy, Amazon Prime used to have everything. Yeah, especially these old movies. It was awesome. But then I think things like Shutter. Well, these, also Amazon other... owns. Was it called Freebie, which used to be IMDb? Which you... and now they push a lot of their movies to Freebie because they have commercials. Which... Yeah, but this was this was one you had to yeah. pay for. Yeah, or you had to get. I I don't know if it was Shutter or something, but but yeah, it was it was available on Amazon Prime, and it was available for a long time because I know I watched it yeah. there. But then when I picked it and I went back and I got all indignant, I, mean, I just watched this. <laughs> now I have to go on the internet like a commoner. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought of like. Uh, the Misfits, Glenn Danzig's band before he went solo, had a song called Die, Monster, Die. I always thought it was clear they got the title from this, but the song has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it's it's a, you know, if you're looking for stuff to watch around Halloween time, this is... Something that's it, kind of family friendly. Yeah. And you're, and you're, and you're like, you, you want to introduce people to things like... like Lovecraft. I, I, yes. And like, you know, like I said, my, my, what my mom would do is things, watch things from before you were born. You know, we people just get caught up in like only things that were came out when I when I'm alive, and it's like no, go back. They're they're fun, weird things to watch. So and, and it and, and it is you like make some popcorn. Yeah, you can sit down have have a couple beers. Like the fog knows beers. your name. Yes, hazy IPA. This is a good one. Yeah, this is a good one. Juniper and Morgan. Thank you guys so much. Absolutely. Uh, we had a great time. I will be back. Um, Anaheim. I did decide doing the Anaheim thing. It's fun, almost worth the stay over because we got a hotel and so oh. yeah. Oh yeah, we did. We didn't overnight. Where'd you guys stay next to Disneyland in that area? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting a spot because I know Anaheim was like okay hotels. No, what, well it was, it was a Hyatt. It, it was interesting. It was a. It was a. It was an older hotel and it had a very like the central part had a very New Orleans vibe. Um, because here's the thing about Anaheim, like Disneyland is a big part of Anaheim. Oh, you can't you yeah. can't get around it. And so we were ma- close enough because it felt like we're, there are a lot of families. Because the majority of hoteling is around the Disneyland area. Then you get out where Anaheim abuts to like the city of Orange. There's a small bunch of what I consider like I think business, we were around there business hotels where you have people who are coming in for business because they're going to like. Costa Mesa or Santa Ana, the the county seat of Orange County, but yeah, Placentia, you know that's the area I grew up in. You know that's closer to the my part of Anaheim I grew up in. So. We were by we were by a, a, a freeway. It was yeah, it was it, I I found it and it was sort of centralized to where we were going to be okay. hitting the spots. So it was yeah, it was it was just because interesting. There's a bunch of breweries in what used to be considered the heart of downtown um, Anaheim. There. Anaheim was one of these cities where. Um, they demolished their downtown, their historic downtown, and built a, um, a a civic center. And so nothing remains. There's a movie called Gangster Story with Walter Matthau. If you ever want to see what old old Anaheim looked like at Old Fullerton, other than that, there's no old Anaheim left. But we went to um, some brewery, my sister and myself, when we were taking care of some family business. There were some breweries right in that old historic part. Like I said, we went to five that day. That's a lot. It's a lot. And we barely scratched the surface. <laughs> really just barely scratched the surface. It, it was so much fun. Definitely got to get back there. Uh, and Juniper and Morgan yep. will be on on that list. Super cool. Super Perfect. fun. Uh, this was a great beer. And I, I think it tied into the movie well. Strange fogs and whatnots. <laughs> <laughs> I think that about wraps this one up. This is Beer and Beer Movies. I'm Jason. And I'm Michael.